This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. My father, Bashan, today's his yard site. He begged me, he begged me, Zechariah, come out once a week to Muncie. It's an hour. I want to learn with you. Let's finish a Masechta together. He begged me. I said, Ty, I don't have time. <coughs> Cat's in the cradle. I don't have time. And they died. And I can't go to Muncie. I didn't think he was going to die at 67 years old. I said, Dad, I will finish with you. Don't worry. You're going to live till 90. But he didn't. And I never made that trip to Muncie. And I never sat and learned with him. I had the dream. I'm going to do it. And then I poured the wine. I poured my connection to my father a year when the doctor told him three months. I'll never forget. I was sitting next to him. We were inseparable, me and my father. He was my Rebbe. He was my father. He was everything. I never loved another human being in the world as much as I loved him. We were connected totally. I am him. I am a little teeny bit of him. <laughs> and he's sitting there. He came from the shoulder. He couldn't swallow. He went to the doctor and they did an endoscopy. And the doctor came back. I'll never forget. I was sitting with him. And the doctor said, you have cancer. And it's a very aggressive cancer. It's esophageal cancer. And my father said, where do you get cancer from, esophageal cancer? And they said, smoking or drinking. My father didn't drink. My father said, I used to smoke unfiltered cigarettes. was in the army. But I stopped when I was 30. I'm 67. How could I get cancer from smoking? I stopped at 30. And the doctor said, cancer cells, once you create them, they lay dormant. And the stuff that you created between ages of 16 and 30, they lay dormant. But so my father said, I'll never forget it. It's the Shia, don't ever forget. It's from the stuff from the past. And the doctor said, you have three months. Could you imagine when a person is told that you're not going to be here with your kids or grandchildren anymore in three months? Could you imagine a more traumatic moment in a person's life? There is none. And my father looked at the doctor and you know what he said? Can you guarantee me three months? And the doctor said, well, what are you saying, Mr. Wallstein? He said, you're God. God doesn't guarantee me the next moment. You're telling me for sure I'm going to live for three months? That's amazing. And the doctor looked at me and said, is he like normal? <laughs> I'm like, no, he's my father. You can guarantee him three months. It's the best news he ever heard in his life. We say every day, we don't know the next moment. The next moment is the last moment. In walks this guy and says, you guarantee three months. That's how he took the news. You understand who this man was? So he took the news that you got three months. And I came to Eretz Yisrael. I'm saying it on his yard side. I came to Eretz Yisrael because I could not let that man die. He could not die. I came to Eretz Yisrael. I went to every Mokobel, every Mokobel, every Gadol, every Tzadik. And I went to the Kaisel. I'll never forget it, like now. And I just stood there and cried. I said the whole Tehillim. I said, Akash Baruch listen to me very carefully. <laughs> it, was, it was 18 years ago. So I was a Rebbe at that point for 20 years. Bringing kids who were not from back to Akash Baruch Said, here's the deal. I learned from a B'nai Yusofsky, don't ever ask for too much in tefillah. So I said, I'm not asking you to, to heal my father. I'm asking you that instead of three months, you give him a year. It happens all the time. Doctors say three months, people live a year and a half or longer. Give me a year because I want to go Wednesday to go learn with him. I want to do that year that, I, that he asked me for. 
I said, I'm trading in my 20 years as a Rebbe. I don't want any scha, I don't want any schus. Give it to whoever you want to give it to. I'm trading it in. I want one year. That's all I'm asking is one year. I came home, told my father, I had all kinds of all kinds of stuff. We smeared on him. I got from the Kubala. All kinds of, every trick I tried, everything you wouldn't, the mayors and water, and then you know, whatever. He died three months to the day. God didn't give me a minute. Trading in 20 years, God, I work for you. Now I'm asking you a favor. I asked you for a year, didn't ask you for much. Three months? Maybe three and a half months. What's the deal? I came home, I sat shiva, I called the rabbi in, in Crown Heights Yeshiva, and I said, I quit. I don't work for God no more. No more teaching. I'm going to be like all the other balabatim since I couldn't cash in my chips anyway. I guess they're not worth anything. So I'm done. And I told him to find another Rebbe. Finito. No more Rebbe. I'm going to make money. I'll write some checks. Why should I be a Rebbe? You can't cash it in. What am I doing it for? And I walked out for a week. And that whole week, I said, what, Dad, what would you want me to do? Would you want me to walk out of being a Rebbe because you died? No way. You would want me to do more than I've ever done before. So I went back to become a Rebbe, and that week I opened Ornava for the first time. And everything since then that I've done, including standing here and talking to you guys, is only after he died. I was not a speaker before then. And I believe very much that the Koyach I had is coming from Shemaim. Of course, it's coming from Akash Baruch But I believe they can do it. with my father. So you never give up, guys. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to Inspire.org. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.